Welcome to the Kingdom Life Podcast. Join in with Coach Chris as he discusses Kingdom Life principles and spiritual concepts that will lead you into your destiny and purpose in life. You can also find more information about Coach Chris and Kingdom Life on Facebook, YouTube, at I Am Kingdom Life. Get ready to join today's podcast. Sunday morning here. We are recording live from Fort Worth, Texas. We hope that you're doing well. Come on in. Come on in this morning. We are doing live at 945 like we've been doing for quite some time. This morning we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're not going to allow that to set us back. We are moving forward and we are smiling, waiting for you to come on in and join with us this morning. This kingdom dynamic, this kingdom process that we are calling Kingdom Life. It's Sunday morning, live at 9.45 here at Kingdom Life. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We hope that you're doing well. We hope that you're thriving in today's society, in today's community. Come on in, come on in. We're going to give everybody just a few minutes to uh, jump on. Play a little bit, bit of music while we're waiting, too. Come on in. Welcome to the Kingdom Life. We're recording live here at 945. I got an idea. Why don't we just share this with somebody? Why don't we allow this message this morning to be a blessing to someone? Share it. We can share it on uh, Facebook. You can share it on YouTube. Any one of the social media services that you might be on platforms. We want to welcome you this morning. We're here to declare and decree that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And that all things are good, despite the world situation, despite the things that are going on in life. We want to say that God is still in control. So come on in this morning. If you're also watching uh, from somewhere, why don't you make a comment? And right into us. I'd love to acknowledge you on our on our podcast, on our show here. At our time together, I'd love to say hi to you. Why don't you just say hey, good morning, Coach Chris, or just say good morning. Watching from Chicago. Or watching watching from uh, Denton. Wherever you're watching from, maybe watching from Africa or the Philippines. Wherever you might be watching from. We want to welcome you this morning. Uh, to Kingdom Life. This is a place where we're discussing Kingdom Life principles and spiritual concepts, and you are more than welcome to sit back and enjoy. Hopefully, I got a, a little something to talk about with you this morning. And uh, for those of you who are watching, wherever you are, I want you to be blessed, be encouraged. Uh, I feel like something that's in my heart that I just want to share with you, uh, something that's uh, we, I've been working on in the last few days, uh, last few weekends with my family, just prompted this 
um, kind of this uh, message. I'm not going to call it a sermon, but this kind of a message that I'd love to share with you. And so before I get started, I'd love to say good morning to uh, to Miss uh, Christy Bowen. God bless you as well. Thank you for watching this morning. I, I would love the opportunity for you to share this message wherever you might be watching. Um, my name is uh, Coach Chris Silva. I'm, I'm the life coach here at Kingdom Life Ministries. And um, one of the things that I uh, love to do or love to talk about is that we teach Kingdom Life principles and spiritual concepts, Kingdom Life principles and spiritual concepts. We want to take things from the kingdom, the principles of the kingdom, the, the, our constitution, which is the word of God. We use this as the backdrop uh, for all our teaching. Uh, it, it is our constitution. If you live in the United States or maybe in another part of the country, we have a constitution when we have laws and rules. Well, I believe that same principle uh, lies to our life. Listen, many of you are asking, I'm going to spend a few moments here just this morning. Many of you are asking me uh, uh, what, what it is that we're doing here at Kingdom Life Ministries. And it's quite simple. We're talking about living a kingdom lifestyle. I'm not talking to political or religious systems. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about kingdom living, kingdom unification, the king, the purpose of your life brought from the heavenlies, from the kingdom. I believe that we are all sent from the kingdom here on earth, which is the natural realm. We go from a spiritual realm into a natural realm. I believe that we are spiritual beings living in a natural realm. I do not believe that we are natural people trying to experience something spiritual. I believe that it's the adverse of that. I believe we're spiritual beings living and experiencing a natural life. Ha <laughs> ha. So I, I could spend some time on that. God has brought us to the earth to experience life and to, to mandate on earth the kingdom principle, to colonize the earth with the kingdom principle and the spirit kingdom concept. I'm not uh, this teaching some religious system of uh, I'm not saying even in a political system that we are either Democrats or Republicans or that we're Lutherans or uh, Assemblies of God or anything like that. I'm not saying we're any of those. I am saying that we are kingdom dynamic people and that's what we teach and that's what we share. You'll see in the future some more additional videos about kingdom living. We'll talk about finances. We'll talk about uh, exercising. We'll talk about dieting. We'll talk about finances. How to buy a house. We will talk about every component of life. But I believe that we are kingdom people living in a natural world. So that's what we do here. Kingdom Life Principles and Spiritual Concepts. And I would love for you to um, write to us. Uh, also, you could uh, write to us on Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. And now even on TikTok. Uh, we're all at I Am Kingdom Life. So today I'm going to be talking to us about living, laying, the laying life's foundations. Laying life's foundations. This is such a critical component um, that I believe that uh, it's it's just so natural and easy. It's the simplicity that's in Christ, the simple design uh, that He's given us. So yes, I am going to be using a few scriptures this morning, but I want to welcome you all this morning to come on in and join with us. Uh, and again, thank you for watching uh, wherever you might be. I know the last uh, weekend uh, I did miss a, a, a show with you or a time with you, a talk time with you. Um, because we were with our family. And one of the things that we're doing here, uh, just to give you a little bit of backdrop, is that we are, uh, we have been working on a chicken coop here at our house, and it's awesome. We got all our kids together, and um, the families came together, and we worked on restoring a coop that was already there. It was 
broken down and uh, the 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 uh, uh, the cheesecloth, the the uh, materials that were already there, the the chicken wire, excuse me, the chicken wire that was already there. It was absolutely the the two by fours and the four by fours were rotted out. And so we went in there and absolutely restored this. And then I built a chicken house. We built a chicken house. And, you know, the big thing that uh, came about from that building, that chicken house was the ground was all kind of lumpy. So we were never, it was hard for us to set the foundation of building that chicken coop, that chicken house. And man, it's, it's awesome. We worked in the sun and then we had breakfast together. Then we had opportunity to build this together. Then we had lunch together and it was a great time for us to spend family time together and build some great memories. I told my kids and the families that were involved, I said, this will be days that you'll never forget. And I, I'm excited. We're going to be editing that video down and talking about that. And uh, we're going to be sharing it with you as well. But the big thing that came about is that if you start out building something, the first thing that you're going to have to do is set your foundation. This is so, this seems so uh, cliche-ish, but it is a fact. If you, if you are off an inch or quarter inch in one corner of the house and you try to get to, by the time you get to the other house, you might be a foot off. Every small detail of building a foundation, and I use this in, in the, uh, and, and, and for you for contrast, is that every uh, part of building a foundation, setting a foundation is so critical on the structure that you're building. Believe me, if your if your foundation isn't level, if it's not set right, over the years it will be tested, and there will be movement and activity in that foundation. And guess what? What happens at the foundation level directly affects your doors opening correctly. That's access entry, ports of entry into your life. Now you got to take the natural and the spiritual here. I'm speaking of both. The natural part of setting that foundation, not just in concrete or pier and beam or those typical, there's different systems that you can set in place on a foundation level that uh, prepare and set according to how the house is going to be built. Now, I'm not a structural engineer, but I, we do, all of us understand the basic concept of having a foundation. You have to build on something that's going to elevate you or move you into the next place or calling of your life. It's positioning. It's preparation. Before you can even set a foundation, the soil has to be churned. The soil has to be correct. You can't build a foundation on quicksand. And many places and parts of the country, you have to treat and prep the soil before you even set the foundation. There's a lot of cultivation, a lot of preparation that goes into building the proper foundation of what you want to build on that foundation. Oh my gosh, this is this is so wonderful. And this is a this is such a blessing for me to be able to share this with you because I'm going to share with you some scriptures and hopefully maybe provide some coaching opportunity for us to discuss these foundational processes that I believe again we build on the foundation of the word of God and he imparts to us vision in a spiritual dimension that becomes a natural reality for us to lay our life on. And this is, these are critical things. And it's not just something we do on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. No, it's not. It's something that we live every day, every hour, every minute. We live it with our friends. We live it with our families. We, with the people at the gas station, at your, 
at your apartment complex, at the library, at the grocery store, at the post office. This is kingdom living. And we, we're all in transition and we're all looking into something new and different. I've, I've, in many episodes before this, I've, I've spoke about leadership and the leadership change that needs to take place, uh, the transitions that are occurring. We're not going to be able to go back and doing business as usual. But let me tell you something. Kingdom Life is continuing to do not just uh, Facebook or YouTube videos, but we're moving on into uh, non-traditional methods. I used to say that we were always using non-traditional ways to uh, spread the message. Now it seems like everybody's just influxing and using something that's absolutely free to us, but we're continuing to penetrate into the world and to, uh, into uh, secular settings and to places of business and the marketplace and the community teaching kingdom life principles and spiritual concepts. So I want to, again, welcome you. That's kind of a little bit of an introduction of, of, of what we're, I'm going to be talking about today. So before um, I move on, I'd like to say uh, welcome to all who are watching and wherever you are. We hope that you are blessed. One of the scriptures I'd like to share with you is found in Isaiah 58, 12. If you'd like to take uh, note of this, Isaiah 58, 12 says that you are people, your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and we will raise up the old age foundations and you will be called repairers of broken walls, restorers of streets with dwellings. Now, listen to this. You will raise up the age-old foundations. This is so important. When I found this, I, I, this is one of my most favorite scriptures of all times, is that finding this uh, a, a true blessing for me is looking into uh, the old text, the old scripture, the old pattern, the old blueprint for us to live. You got to get that. Listen. Before I move on, that's another thing about Kingdom Life. You, if you're reading books, if you're reading books, whatever you're reading, whatever uh, author there is, you're, if you read their material, you, you consume that in your mind. When whatever you put into your mind, I call it your processing unit, your computer. Uh, you are going to digest that. You're going to input that data into your mind, and you're going to process that process that and you begin to live that lifestyle. So if you're uh, reading a lot of secular material, you'll take on the components of living that secular material. If, if we take on the components of old time, what God created us to be, I'm not just a Bible thumper, but I believe that God created us and that he gave us seed to live off of. He gave us the soil to bury that seed. He gave us water to, uh, to, uh, uh, water the seed and for and allow that to germinate and then he gives you the sun for to allow the photosynthesis process to occur man i remember a little bit from high school and college there but he gave you all the components he gave us the atmosphere you can't grow some products you can't grow some produce in a certain atmosphere because they have to be specific to where we can't grow uh just uh certain things here in and fort worth you can't because the atmosphere isn't correct. Oh my gosh. And in your life, the atmosphere has to be correct. What you're planning and struggling, you might not be in the right place and you right, might not be in the right atmosphere to allow what God has planted in your heart, deep in your heart, the soil of your heart. And he's watering it with the spirit for it to be, bring forth fruit in all three dimensions in 30, 60 and hundredfold. I'm getting very preachy here this morning. 
but some of you are going to get this. Some of you going to some of you are going to take this. So when I talk about taking in the word, as I read the scripture, I wanted to remind you that I believe our 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 perspective is that. And our position is that God, you can call him whatever you want. You can call her whatever you want. We believe our belief system, our our preference is that God created us as human beings to live on the earth and that he gave us all the components to live. And so everything that we look at, everything that we understand, we take out of our Bible as our constitution. So when we read the Bible, we got to take away some teaching here. So they will, let me reread you Isaiah 58, 12 and a different uh, version. They, and it reads like this. They will rebuild ancient ruins on your account. The foundations of generations past you will, you will restore the foundations of generations past. You will restore. You will be called a mender of broken walls, a restorer of livable streets. I believe that we are living in such a time that, we are in transition. Listen, I've I've had my mother uh, on the show before, and they have lived, uh, been married fifty five years. That is a great model. We don't see that model now in a, in a younger generation. So I stand between this this chasm of old school and new methods of old school and new methods. There are some foundational truths that I get from my mother and father. And there are some uh, some new methods that I get from my children. And I am the, for this current generation, I am that middle component that's mending both of that. There are some old things that I'd love to go back and cultivate. There's some old foundational truths that I can go back and glean from, from my mother and father. I'm telling you, the new generation is doing it as well. Guess what they're learning? Guess what the new generation is doing? They're doing old school uh, things making them new again, gardening. I know many of 20, 25 year old uh, people that are, are taking up gardening. Uh, they're moving into um, chickens and, and having those type things and, and how to get back to a natural, more of a natural thing rather than eating processed foods, eating more natural foods that are better for us. And I, and I stop and remind them, hey, this is what God, my creator, created. He created the process of planting seed and soil. So these are just old methods. So when we look at back the when when the when the text says when the script says that the foundations of generations past you will restore. Listen to this. There are some things that I don't want to restore. I'm not contradicting the word, but there I have a 19. I bought a 1931 home that was built in 1931. And I'm restoring it. I'm rebuilding. But let me tell you, some of the components that were good in 1931 are not good in 2020. Some of the paint they use, this lead-based paint, those things, I don't want to restore lead-based paint. I want to use the new product. The pipe that was in the ground, do you think I want to use the pipe that was in the ground in my house that was put in there in 1931? No, I went in there and put in new plumbing systems, the current plumbing system. Because I tell you what, when I took out the old pipes, they were corroded, full of rust. Do you think I want to drink that water? No. So there are things from the old past that are good. The structure of my house is in good shape. But there are some things that, and the internal functions of things that I didn't want to use. 
Do you think that I wanted to use the old electrical system that was put in this house in 1931? I don't think so. We had to put in new wiring, the latest and greatest. The restoring of old foundational truths of, of generations past. There are some good components out there that we need to take, take uh, a look at. So what am I saying? We are at, you are at one place trying to get to another place, whether it's a high school to college, college to a career path. Maybe you're in a career path and now it's time for you to uh, get married, raise your family. And maybe you're married and, and going through a transitional state of divorce, or now you're married and now uh, you've retired or moving into retirement. These are all components of transitional states. So what we have to look at and, and figure out is what can we put together and build on a for sure foundation and how does that life look? So when we, when I'm always saying, let's move into spiritual maturity, let's move on into natural maturity, let's move on into a place where we can maturate, come to the fullness and wholeness and completeness and of the things that our creator created us to be. And that's kingdom living in a natural realm. Let me give you one more uh, piece of this component. I'm not waiting to die so I can go live a heavenly experience. Get that right now. I have been taught in my past at a young age that one of these days I'm going to die and I'm going to go on to glory and glory and be in the heavenlies and, and do that. No. I believe the Bible teaches that his kingdom come and will be done where? On earth as it is in heaven. The scripture also says, as he is, so are we in this world. Everything you will ever read, reads about the kingdom on earth. The king, as it is in the kingdom, let it be here on earth. That's the reality of this deal. So whenever I look at that, we're moving into spiritual maturity, natural maturity, growing up in kingdom principles, spiritual concepts. So if I go on and continue the word, let me go ahead and talk about Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. Listen to this one. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles. Get that now, the first principles. I'm going to reread this again because this is very important. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need of milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, and he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern the difference between good and evil. You can reference that, Hebrews 5, 12 through 14. The thing that I love here, it says, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. This is the discovery mode. This is his first teachings, the first principles of the oracles of God. I'm taking my time this morning. I'm letting this one sit in. Setting the foundation. Restoring the foundation. Then you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. I'm fixing to show you the progression. I'm fixing, you're fixing to see the illustration in the Bible itself about progress. Because once you set the foundation, you're not finished. Just because you've con conditioned the soil. 
and laid the foundation doesn't mean you're finished. Just because you need to go back and learn the principles of the oracles of God. I love what the scripture says. It says the first principles of the God. You need someone to teach you again, and you ought to be a teacher by now because we spent time and years and generations learning basic principles, and we never have moved on into maturity. We've never moved into the next thing of God. We were, we've decided that because we set the foundation that everything is a-okay. I'm here to tell you there's something wrong because every generation should be better than the, follow, the, the previous generation. I should be greater than my father. My son should be greater than I am. My, grandch- my, my, my grandchildren should be greater than my children. That should be the progression of each and every generation. We should not have, we should not have a digression. We should have a progression. Oh, come on, somebody. We should have a progression from generation to generation. It's a line upon line. It's precept upon precept. Just because my father and my mother did not graduate high school, it was, I should have graduated high school, and I did. It, I did not complete, finish all my college, but I have some college. I would love for my kids to continue their education. Now we could get in the discussion of having education and spending money on hundreds of thousands of dollars in education and, and if that uh, equates to success. All, and I, I disagree with some of that and I don't. What I am saying, each generation should be closer to his creator. Each generation should walk in continual blessing. Each one, why? I'm going to stop right here. Why is it that we see in some families a digression and a continuation of poverty? Each generation, three generations, four generations, five generations, 10 generations deep in poverty. When is it going to be time for you to move out of that? When is it going to be time for you to move out of alcoholism or drugs or addictions of all kinds? I'm not here to beat you down. I'm here to uh, challenge you. I'm here to promote you. I'm here to empower you. I'm, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm, I'm moving this. I'm revealing the truths, the kingdom principles and spiritual concepts and saying, hey, we are more than conquerors. If you are a Christian, if you are a, not just a Christian, I mean, not just a Christian, a kingdom dynamic person, a human being in the secular world, whatever you're thriving for, whatever you're pushing for, I'm declaring and decreeing that you can do it better in your generation. Just because mom and daddy didn't have it doesn't mean you can't have it. I want for my children, for them to have more than I could ever conceive or possibly ever thought I could attain. And what I see in my own children is that they are at their age. They're far they're ahead than what I was at their age. And I'm proud of them. Progression, spiritual maturity. For this time, you should have someone teach you again. You should have already been a teacher. And it talks about milk and solid food talks about milk and solid food. You don't stay on milk all your life. You'll die. You can't survive on milk. You got to have some solids, something solid. I love baked potatoes and steak, a little surfer turf, a little steak, a little shrimp, maybe a little lobster. Yes, that's solid food. You can't give a baby a steak. It'll choke them. It'll kill them. But during that state, they need the milk. They don't have the, the capacity to 
to emasculate, to choose. We do because we should move on to, ma to maturity. If I see an old, a 40-year-old man sitting in a high chair and a diaper drinking from a bottle, there's something wrong. But take that in spiritual concept. We should have already been into a mature state. We can't just be sitting in some pew somewhere allowing somebody to feed us every Sunday morning. We as individuals are priests and rulers of our own home. I believe that men and women of God have an ability to uh, not just be fed constantly, but be, eventually we begin to feed. We begin to share. And I see many of you now on, on live uh, showing and, and speaking of, of the word. I hope you're getting something from this this morning. I hope you think it's good. The thing that I want you to understand is you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. Now get ready for this transition. Hebrews 6, 1 through 3. Remember, we needed someone to teach us the first principles. Now let's see what the Bible says. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of God, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation. Uh, I'm going to stop right there before I continue to read. The scripture says you need to be taught the first principles of the oracles of God. You need someone to teach you again. And then it goes on to say, therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of God, let us go on to perfection. Let us go on to maturity. These are not my words. Don't kill the messenger. They're not mine. I'm just sharing the message with you. We're restoring some of the old faithful concrete solid truths of the of the of, of the previous generation using some of the newer methods of the current generation and then we're being brought and have a refreshing of the foundational principles of God that we're, we're we're beginning to discover those first principles and then once we live in that state of milk for a little while and then what was my, what what must we do we must leave the discussion of the elementary principles of God let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. We don't lay that foundation anymore. It's already been set. What other foundations? We don't lay again uh, the foundation of doctrine of baptisms. We don't lay, we've discussed, do we baptize in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost or in Jesus' name? We don't lay that foundation anymore. Or maybe we don't lay the foundation of laying on of hands. This is all in Hebrews 6, 1 through 3. They're not my words. We don't lay again the foundation of resurrection of the dead. And we don't lay again the foundation of eternal judgment. And the Bible says in, in Hebrews 6, verse 3, it says, And this we will do if God permits. I'm going to read to you the entirety of Hebrews 6, 1 through 3. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of God, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance of dead works and of faith toward God. You don't lay that foundation. For the doctrine of baptisms, the laying on of hands, the erection, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment, and this we will do if God permits. I'm not going to stay there very long, but listen, you don't lay again the foundation of repentance. Once you have repented, <laughs> you're repented. Oh, the, oh uh, Coach Chris, are you saying once saved, always saved? I'm telling you that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I don't care where you are today. I don't, I mean, I do care where you are today, but I don't care where you are today in that God 
loves you. Your creator created you the way you are. Well, then we talk about different lifestyles and all that kind of stuff. I'm not going to get into that. We're all battling all kinds of addictions. We're all wanting to live a kingdom lifestyle. And this is a place for us to be. I'm just about finished here. You, you can tell I'm a little passionate uh, about this, but transitions, I'll come back and recap. This is, to me, it's a wonderful. I'm going to end with uh, 1 Corinthians 3, 10 through 15, but let me read this to you. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation, a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. This is Apostle Paul. But each one should build with care. For Listen to this one now. For no one can lay any foundation other than the, the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. That foundation is the one that we should build on. The foundation of our kingdom walk, our kingdom life is Jesus Christ. That foundation is laid for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, their work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. If what has been built survives, the builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builder will suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping through the flames. We're all going to succeed. What the takeaway is here, the foundation is laid. The foundation is laid. And that's Jesus Christ, his life. That's the, the finished work of the cross. That's the foundation. Wherever you are, I want you to be encouraged. Laying foundations. It's never too late to start. It's never too late to, and it's never too early to begin. Wherever you are, whatever state you're in, whatever transition you're in, maybe you're coming out of a bad relationship. Maybe something just happened to you this last weekend. Maybe there was a transitional moment. There would be a good place to begin to set and lay a good foundation of saying, hey, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm not going to commit that. I'm not going to do these activities anymore. I want something better for my life. I want something better than the previous generation. I want something better than what my mom and dad had, had presented to me as, as a way of living. I believe that. I believe that wherever you are today, I believe that whatever uh, situation you're in, I, all, I always believe that sometimes you can break the foundation. You can set the foundation. And I mean it as new habits, new ideas, new concepts new ways of doing things. You can lay and project uh, for your future things of tomorrow. I believe whatever the desire God has put in your heart, that that can take place and it can come to a place of reality. Yes, I do. I hope you were blessed this morning. I hope you took away something this morning. I hope this message finds you thriving. This is not just something I just say. It's something I believe. I believe it probably more for you than I do for myself. Something I always share in my conferences and my teachings and my small groups. But you'll hear more of that in the future once we get back to our normal course of living. Whatever that might look like. You are a blessed people. Laying foundations of your life upon the life of Jesus Christ. 
That's the best place to be. I could share more, but you can come back and listen to this. I threw a lot of stuff out there to you this morning. Living a kingdom lifestyle, laying foundation. You've got to have that set correctly so that everything above it opens well, sets well. When you lay the foundation of college and career, maybe that sets you up for the better future. Maybe lay, may, uh, create a new atmosphere. Maybe, maybe create a new atmosphere in your in your home with your relationships. Maybe lay that foundation of, of, of maybe a meditation or prayer in your home that sets that foundation of atmosphere in your house. However, concept you can put that in, laying that foundation, being set on that foundation, progression. Moving into maturity, moving on into the next level. All those words, you can interchange those however you want to. It's our heart's desire that uh, that reality, that concept, moves into a natural state and that you begin to live life in that capacity. For all of those who you're watching or, or listening, maybe you're not watching live this morning, maybe you're watching this video at a later time, be blessed, be encouraged. Again, this is uh, Kingdom Life, where we discuss Kingdom Life principles and spiritual concepts. I'll, I know I always leave a lot to be uh, further discussed. This is what we do. We only take just a few moments to share with you every Sunday morning live at 945. It's something we've been doing for, for quite some time now, um, and we'll continue to do it and, and, and get the word out to you. Be blessed. Be encouraged. Remember. If you're uh, uh, listening to this message, that you are not just the resistance, but you're the resolve. You're the reformation sent from the kingdom here on to be here on earth, to be the light and the salt to those in dark places. Be blessed and we'll talk to you again. You take care. As we talk about laying the foundations, kingdom life, kingdom living, kingdom unity. This is what it's all about. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Life podcast with Coach Chris Silva. We're glad you enjoyed today's podcast. You can also find additional Kingdom topics by subscribing to I Am Kingdom Life on other social media sites and our website at IamKingdomLife.org. To contact Coach Chris directly, you can write to him at CoachChris at IamKingdomLife.org. And for your continued support, please feel free to make a generous contribution on Cash App at dollar sign I am Kingdom Life. Your generous continued contributions allow us to spread the word in non-traditional ways, sharing the message of the kingdom. <laughs>